Hey everyone, welcome to the Legacy Speakers Show. Our guest for today's episode is Alicia Lozano. Alicia Lozano is a business operations consultant and she supports businesses to help them elevate their business processes. We know we need that y'all to match our agency or our business value. I think this conversation is absolutely necessary because although we want to make an impact in the lives of our audience, we've got to have some systems in place to nurture relationships with them, to give us the space so that we can enjoy our lives outside of the work that we do, but most importantly, so we can stay organized and scale and grow our businesses. So she was invited here because she has a specific way to tackle this challenging problem, but most importantly, she's built a business flow framework. And I know that for some of us, we need to accept more joy, more ease, more flow into our life. And we can do that by streamlining our business. So I want to extend a warm welcome to Alicia. Thanks for coming on the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I I just want to kind of dive in first a little bit about you. What I find very awesome and amazing, because each of us have our own unique story and journey, is what kind of led you here. You have a graduate degree in organizational development and leadership. You have served in HR. I mean, you have had an extensive experience in all different walks, right? And now you're doing this amazing work as a business operations consultant. So what led you here, Alicia, to do this work? Yeah, um, you know, I think it was a lot of different pivots. (laughs) It was a lot of like personal development. Um, But, you know, I started as a business owner um, about three years ago, and I started as a home organizer. And really, even before then, I knew I wanted to be a business owner for a long time, and I sat in the not even the planning stage. I sat in the like, how do I even make this happen type of mentality for about 11 years um, until I started a personal development journey um, that led me to then say, okay, if I want to be this person, like what are the actions I need to take? But even that wasn't like enough in the sense of like, okay, then I had no business knowledge, like nothing, right? Like literally now I think it's about going to hit four years. Um, And um so I was working in corporate, um, you know, I, I had climbed the ladder, right? Uh, and I just still felt like unfulfilled. I had checked the boxes and I think we hear this story, right? We checked the boxes and then we realized like, oh my goodness, is it, there's more to this. Um, thankfully, you know, I, I had gotten into personal development and um, that led me to um, pose a question to my audience about what has been on your to-do list for over two weeks? And that led me to then come come up with the idea of organizing because in some um, fashion or sense, like people were saying like, oh, get my garage together. Or, oh, like my kid's room is a mess or oh, like something like that. And so I was like, and this is like right before the Marie Kondo, like, uh, like she blew up and then mm-hmm. had a network show and everything. And so I had no idea that professional organizing was a, was a thing. So started there, um, quickly realized it's not really what I wanted to do. Um, I tried digital organizing. um, And then from there, because I was on this personal development journey, I actually felt called to like, it's like that coming to Jesus moment when you're like, I have to shed the word. Like, I felt that way about personal development. And so I was like, how can I do this? How can I monetize it? Like, these are all the questions that were going through my head. 
And so I started to life coach. And then that led to speaking, a short stint in motivational speaking because we have a message to share, right? We have something to say. And so um, then that led to um, hitting, I mean, it's been up and down, but hitting like a low, low. Um, and um, I started to dabble into, um, I feel like it's an evolution from personal development into like spirituality mm-hmm. and like understanding the law of attraction and that kind of stuff. And so um, when I was kind of in that space, I actually had a friend of mine, um, you know, who had been there, I call her like my day zero, because she was like literally there when when I was like, what do I do? Yada, yada. Um, and she said, hey, like she's a business owner. Um, and she said, hey, I haven't really asked you um, to help me in my business before, because I know that you're trying to do like your coaching thing. And like, you know, I know you're trying to do other things, but I need help in my business to um, write SOPs and to get my systems in order. And I was like, I said, yes. But in my head, I was like, what are SOPs? Uh, Here I can help you. I got that, you know. Um, And so what was incredible about the story and what I'm leading to is that when I wrote, so I went to, I'm a researcher, I went to work and I'm like, okay, if I tell somebody I'm gonna do something, I'm gonna do it. Like, I don't care, you know, like, and that's just, that's in me. So I went to work. I, I'm a, I'm a YouTuber. I'm a Google university or <laughs> all of the things. I, um, all the books that, you know, I could find under systems topic. Right. Um, and then I, uh, cause I wanted to make sure I, you know, wrote the SOP. Right. And yeah. so um, when I wrote my very first SOP, I was still working in corporate at this time. So I've been a side hustling. I've been side hustling this whole time. When I wrote my very first SOP, I had an energetic shift in my body. I know wow. that's like write your SOP habit, like weird. I know, but I had this like energetic, like knowing that like this was it. And what's important too is that I think it's a little bit different. Is it didn't feel like a passion this whole time. I had been trying to monetize a passion, right? And it was like it didn't feel like a passion but it felt like I was in business. And that feeling alone was like, oh crap. And, and I really felt like, you know how they tell you to find the cross point between what you're good at and what people need, right? Mm-hmm. It felt like I found that point. And I was like, oh my gosh. And I, of course, later on I came, I looked, follow the red string and I mean, home organizing. <laughs> yeah. doing. I've always been an operator. Like I love yeah. to- and I, I mean, it's always there, but like, I didn't know, you know? Um, and so, yeah, that's how I landed on operations. And um, I've just, this is something I'm sticking with. I haven't, I haven't wanted or, or gotten the urge to, to trash it. Like I felt like other yeah. businesses, you know? <laughs> I, I'm, I mean, I'm, people can relate. I'm multi-passionate, right? So I'm like, oh, shiny object. And then like going on to something else. But um but yeah, I really haven't felt that in my journey in operations. And um, and that could be too, you know, even in operations, I wrote SOPs and I was more of um, administrative and more of the OBM role because I was also managing, helping her manage her team. Um, and that turned into like a strategist. And then that turned into consulting when I realized that like, 
okay, strategy is where I shine, like even writing a project plan, like the action plan that's part of my business ops audit. Like, I like that stuff. Like I'm here for it. You know, So it's been an evolution, even in the operation space of what I'm doing. So yeah, that's my, yeah. that's my story to hear. Yeah. And I see a lot of alignment. Like you said, it all kind of makes sense of how we kind of gelled together. I would, yeah. you know, I think it was important for us to bring this topic um, in one, it's always wonderful to hear people's journey and what led them to what they do. But most importantly, as speakers, we have to understand that we can create these amazing, beautiful, transformative, transformative experiences, but still come back to a business that doesn't bring us joy. We could mm -hmm. impact our audience, but come back to a feeling of complete desperation because the back end of our business isn't supported in a way where we can continue to flow. So we have so many speakers who, who are amazing at the work that they do, and yet they haven't gotten the help, right? I know so many that are solopreneurs and yes, it's great to get all this, you know, um, great fees that are in the five figure range, but you lose a quality of life if you don't have the business side foundation that is structured. And what I find is missing out on our children's lives, missing sleep, working seven days out of the out of the week are not the reasons why we're choosing to do that work we do. And regardless of how much we try to prevent it, unless we actually take the time to set up that structure, we're going to find that at the end of the day, we'll be suffering. And we don't want that because we can't serve our audience or the people who are waiting to hear our voice in a way that will help transform their life. We can't serve them to the, our best potential. So I would love to, I would love to hear from you. What are like one or two shifts that you have seen when people streamline their business? Why is it absolutely necessary for them? Yeah, I think one big one is that we are not just our business. We are not, we, and you touched on this a little bit, like, you know, there are other, we want to spend time with our families. We want to do other things, but we also might want to pivot into other businesses. We might want to, you know, we might want to incorporate the speaking, right? We might be right on the cusp of getting opportunities, but feeling like, uh, if I take this opportunity or if I take an opportunity to travel, like what's going to happen. So I think, you know, un like the biggest shift is, getting the freedom to explore and play because we don't yes. you know maybe we um as a kid we wanted to paint right and we can mm -hmm. be a business owner and we can paint like we can be a business owner and we can dance we can be a business owner and do whatever we want to do and i think you know that's that's a big shift you know when you can just say I don't, I, and maybe you don't know what that is yet. Maybe, you know, you're in the grind and you're, you know, you're speaking and you're coming back to a business and you're having to do the day-to-day, -day, you're having to pitch yourself, you're having to do the follow-ups, you're having to, you know, grab your, um, your, you know, media kit and try to put it together, right? You know, like you're grabbing your profile and grabbing all these things and you're still doing that manually, um, you know, and you're coming back to that. And I think that um, when you have your operations or when you, in, improve your efficiency in your business, you have the freedom to explore and play. And I think that's just a huge part um, of it as Ooh. well. Yes. <laughs> I mean, 
that just keep going, keep going. I got something to say. Yeah, go. No, no, I want to hear. I hear what you say. Yeah. I that just resonated with me. The freedom to play. Like that just so my word for this year is freedom, but that just that just really sums up beautifully what what it is that you create in, in your business, right? Sure. And, and and the work that you do. When we have freedom to play, we'll have more space to creatively create experiences for others that could lead to more impact in our business, more financial, I'm talking about generational wealth type of impact, right? But when we come, when we're operating out of space of exhaustion, of being overwhelmed, of not really having really any time for connection, having a coffee chat and, and enjoying people and having time and taking a break leads to more money, right? Like, so just recently I took off six weeks uh, off of my business, right? Oh, and it was incredible. Yeah. And it was scary at the same time. Mm -hmm. It was hard for me to wake up. And, and feel, okay, I don't have to do no work today. Like, how is this even possible, right? Mm -hmm. And that would not have been possible if I didn't have systems in place. Mm -hmm. And then I made more money by taking off. Like, that's why I made more money in my business by taking yep. off of my yep. business. So I just want you to to share with them also on because some of them are like, all right, yeah, 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 that sounds good, right? <laughs> like, oh yeah, that sounds great. Oh, I'm tired of the mindset work. All right, whatever. What do I need to do? So yep. what would you say is like one or two things that they can consider now to get themselves prepped and ready to start streamlining as a speaker? Yeah. So um, a couple of things. So. I guess it just depends on their pain point. So if your pain point is, you know, you're, hand, you're still handling everything manually, right? My starting point for you is to figure out, you know, because you can be handling 10 things manually and you're like, okay, I'm pitching myself. I'm also following up and asking for um, maybe the video or what they're giving me or asking for the assets or something like that. And then you're also following up with the leads, right? And those types of things. So th that's like, I just named like three different things that, you know, mm -hmm. so where do you start, right? So start with the thing that's costing you the most time, right? That's and time and energy, right? What's costing you the most time and what's costing you the most energy and um, get that process streamlined first. That's where I would say to start. Um, if you are... Um, Maybe you maybe you're just not sure and you feel like everything <laughs> is costing you a lot of time, right? And you're like, okay, well, I'm doing this and I'm doing that. Um, then you kind of need to focus on like what's gonna generate the most revenue or the most, you know, kind of momentum to get you there. And then I would say, you know, if you're in that space, like and you're saying like everything equally is costing me enough enough time, I can't really choose, like then you go into like, okay, what if I streamline this one thing, right? What that's going to help me generate more leads or that's going to help me do that kind of stuff. And not to take it back to the mindset thing, but to take it back to the mindset thing, something that's real that you need to think about too, is when you're in that space, like make sure that you don't block the new opportunities too, right? That are coming to you. Mm -hmm. And so if you feel that block coming up and I can talk to that, cause that happens to me, like where I want opportunities and I can say, oh, I can streamline um, pitch, let's just say pitching myself on podcasts, right? Like no problem. But I'm like, 
but what happens if I get 10 podcasts? Like you see my face, like I'm like, oh my gosh, like how am I going to manage that and manage the client work? So dig a little bit deeper into, you know, um, where that block is coming from. And then that may be something you need to streamline. So that would be my response. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and exactly. What, yeah, it's exactly what we what we need to hear. So just as a recap, time and energy, time and energy. A lot of times if you're starting in the very beginning of business, we've got a lot more time, right? Than we do than we do the the capital to do things. So a lot of times we were used to doing things manually, but after you reach a certain part in your business where you're building, when you're at a six-figure mark and you're in the multi-six figures heading towards seven figures, systems are absolutely necessary. They are necessary. They never take away from relationships and the building that is necessary as you are networking and, 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 and building your visibility as a speaker. But the systems that are in place will allow other people to support you so that you can stay in your zone of genius. And I think what people don't realize is even the small task for me personally, a small task of me having to find time on my calendar for someone to meet with me takes too much energy. (laughs) It takes too much energy. I have to delegate that, right? I have to give that to my executive assistant. I need to focus on the $10,000 decisions and not the $100 decisions, right? There's a reason for these systems in place. And a lot of times we wait until we feel like what you said, where you feel like everything is overwhelming and you're ready to to throw a bomb on it, right? I don't probably shouldn't say that because this is searchable SEO content. So you're ready to throw it in the trash. You're ready to throw it in the trash, right? You're ready to just blow up your whole business and say, I'm done with it. Mm-hmm. How about we be more proactive, get a business audit with, with uh, Alicia so she can look at where your gaps are in your systems and start building them slowly. The SOPs aren't going to happen overnight. You're not going to have an entire 50 SOPs overnight. It's one task at a time. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. And I like that you went into the business ops audit because that is if you can't if you do not want to DIY it. Right. I talked about the DIY. Right. Um, Yeah. A business operations audit for looking at, you know, the six areas of your business and looking at what is the primary focus in terms of like where you're going in your vision and what's important to your clients. That's another like core kind of piece that we look at. And Um, you know, what's your priority? And then starting there, start building your foundation there. Because when we talk about building systems, like you have six areas in your business, you can build literally a hundred plus systems, right? To help streamline your business. Um, And obviously to a visionary, right? That's like, hell no, (laughs) I'm not building a hundred systems out, you know? Um, And I also wanted to say like, to make it easier, like, you know, when you're when, when you're ready and at that point where you're saying, okay, I hear what you guys are saying. I'm I need some help. And how do you transfer that knowledge, right? Of help. And one of the easiest ways that you can do that, and and it's not the end way, but your start as a CEO and a visionary is just to create a quick video. 
and throw it in a video bank in your project management system and say how to schedule social media on um, later, right? How to, um, how, uh, you know, script to use for inquiries um, on speaking, right? And here, and you write the script and um, just, I mean, really quick, you know, video, how to, and then um, make your bank. And then when you're hiring out, you can direct, when you have onboarding them, you can direct them to the videos. And then when you're ready to, to draft your SOPs and to get that a little bit more organized, you can dedicate that one task of, hey, um, admin, hey, ops manager, take my videos and create SOPs for me. Mm-hmm. And that's how you can make it easier on yourself. Because I'm going to tell you, I haven't met one CEO yet that says, hell yeah, I'm going to write that SOP. <laughs> Not one person yet. <laughs> and you, so, haven't, you haven't heard me yet. You haven't heard me yet. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Anyone like I was I actually was talking with a, a client. Um, what are we on? We're on Friday on Wednesday, and and I was walking through a process with her, and I'm like, um, or you can just write the SOP, and like her face was like, no. <laughs> you got me, you know. It was almost like, okay, wh- how much is that, right? Like, because I ain't doing that, you know. So, <laughs> well, yeah. you know. Listen, I think that's so funny that and that is truth. Not everybody's wired that way. Whereas me, I love lists. Mm-hmm. So like when I when I would do like my task, I would just go through step one, step two, step three, step four, make a whole bunch of Loom videos. So Loom is what I use, y'all, yep. um, to record my videos and then would, you know, make a task card in Asana at that time. Now it's ClickUp or in ClickUp. I mean, all of these are project management tools um, and we'll put the list of them down in the, in the show notes for you, but I wanted it done right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Look, <laughs> however, what I also needed to realize in being a true CEO, I also have to allow my team to work in as a leader. So now a lot of times I may describe what it is that I need and have them write the SOP. Yep. Exactly. And, and it's going to get done. Yep. Right. And it's going to be done. Have you created an SOP on how to write SOPs? No. Okay. I'm going to give you one. So when you say you have it done right, right. If you're, if you're resonating with that, I can actually just give you the link to, for everyone to download an SOP on how to create SOPs. So I love that. Yeah, you want it's, you do want it standardized. I mean, that's the whole point, right. Of getting things yeah. like standardized, especially too, like on a side note, like if you're in a business that you're looking to sell in the future, mm-hmm. having this foundation like is gold, like having your yeah. SOPs. Um, but I just don't think like, I don't, I don't hear that often. So I wanted to say that, um, right. but, but the SOP on creating SOPs, um, you know, we can drop the link in the show notes and um, yeah, it tells your team and it explains, this is exactly what the section means and how it should be written. Then mm-hmm. this is exactly what this section means. So it's your purpose, it's your, um, your tools and prerequisites. And then it's like, this is how you write your procedures. And um, then it goes into a completion checklist, which Basically, if you're handing it to me, you should be able to literally hand me that an SOP and I can look at the completion checklist at the end of it and say, 
did I do this correctly? Did I do it in the right way? Because I have, you know, is something posted on Wednesday is, um, you know, I'm talking about marketing, but it can relate to anything. Um, you know, it just has different things and you can, you can, it's like a check, you know, um, whether or not they did it in the right way for sure. And I appreciate you bringing that up because it wasn't like I, you know, have had issues with micromanaging, but I think it's important for people to understand that if not everyone on your team, so I do have an onboarding process and that's a whole different, um, podcast episode, but I want everybody on the same page. Because if you got one person that's not on the page of a team of four, five, six, whatever, a team of 500, and they're doing their own thing, it's going to lead to more frustration on the part of the CEO and and for everyone, because not everyone is on the same accord and working towards the same mission. So I do love that you're going to share that to help us streamline. And I think that this is such a great way for us to continue to start the process. I would love to have you on again, but I want to make sure, you know, because we're getting towards the close that you make sure you share with them where they can find more information about the work you do, because we need you. We need people like you to get, get their Marie Kondo on in the in the system <laughs> of my business. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, I'm the Marie Kondo for your systems and your business. Um, you can, um, you know, my primary platform right now is Instagram. Um, and so I'm at, uh, I am Alicia Lozano and it's right here. Um, I put the tag right here. Um, and then, uh, my website is actually being worked on at the moment. Um, but then the time of airing, <laughs> maybe, um, you know, it's, uh, it's going to be, uh, uh, www.themotivatedco.com. They can find me there too. Um, but yeah, I'd love to support and, I'm always open to, um, you know, DMs, emails, questions about like, hey, I have this particular issue or, you know, I have a lot of resources in like my, you know, over helping clients, right? Like a CRM comparison list, like who in the hell wants to be looking at 5,000 CRMs and you don't know which one to choose, you know, like I have things like that in my tool belt that I'd love to support your community with if you know, um, you just ask, make the ask and I'm here for you. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Alicia, for being on the show. Thank you. Of course. All right. That's it. Y'all that this was such a great conversation. I think it's just the tip of the iceberg. There's so much work that goes into organizing our business and it is absolutely necessary that if you want to create longevity in business, a sustainable source of income, but also an outstanding quality of life outside of business. You have to work in your business as a true CEO. And that requires us to streamline the necessary systems so that we can continue to make an impact on the audiences that we reach. Thank you so much for joining us for another Legacy Speakers Show episode. And of course, if you're ready to take it to the next level of your, of your speaking, visit jasminehaley.com to learn about our one-on-one consulting group retreat and done-for-you services. All right, y'all. Have an awesome one. Bye-bye.